0: The following is my conversation with Gary Marcus, a professor of psychology at NYU. Much has been said about this book and much will be said in the coming days and weeks. But for now, I would like to offer my own thoughts on the matter. Thank you for coming today, Professor Marcus. This show is sponsored by Clenches Universalization. You know, e- e- if you're looking for uh, what can make your clench stronger, look no further. Clench's Universalization gives you the power to create the perfect grip for any activity. To learn more and take the first step to perfecting your grip, visit clenchesuniversalization.com today. Thank you for being with us. This show is coming to a close. Uh, uh, this show is coming to a close. Thank you for listening. Goodbye. So what's your book about, Gary? Well, actually, my book is about Ephesians.
1: It's written for a general audience, and it investigates the authors and the letter's unique stance on gay relationships, among other things.
0: Interesting. How do you feel about the letter's unique stance on gay relationships? Well, I think it's a pretty brave and
1: progressive stance, actually. I think it opens up a lot of conversation and possibility in the evangelical community, which is something that we could definitely use right now.
0: Do you think that this book might have an impact on evangelical Christians in general? I definitely think so. I think
1: that it could potentially help them to understand the scripture a little bit better and to come to more mature and nuanced conclusions about gay relationships, about gay relationships.
0: So does the book Shannon Kennett had an impact on your work in any way? Well, Shannon Kennett is a professor
1: at Barry College and he wrote a book called Pericranium Scene and Other Difficulties of Mathematics. He's a very well-known scholar in the field of math pedagogy and I thought his book was really intriguing. Hmm. So it did have a bit of an impact on my work, yes. Gary, have you ever found something
0: funny online? No, I haven't. Uh, Really? That's surprising to me. A lot of people, Enjoy laughing at something funny online. I
1: don't know. I guess I just don't find humor in the same way that most people do. I'm actually a pretty straight-laced person when it comes to jokes and humor.
0: Have you ever heard the phrase, the computer can be funny? No, I don't think so. Interesting. I think uh, a lot of people believe that a computer can be funny, but I'm just not sure if it's actually true. Has anyone ever shown you or shown you or shown you footage of a computer being funny? No, I haven't. But I will say
1: this, some computers really don't seem to
0: have very good sense of
1: humor. For example, my Del Vostro 400 has a pretty poor sense of humor, and whenever I try to install something on it, it always ends in disaster.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess you've got plenty of first-hand experience with computers that have poor sense of humor. That's certainly an interesting perspective to have. (laughs) Yeah, I guess so. Well, thank you for your time, Professor Marcus. It was great to talk with you today. Thanks for listening to the Lexman Artificial Podcast. If you enjoyed this episode, please consider subscribing on iTunes or Stitcher. In the meantime, feel free to send any feedback, questions, or comments you might have to lexman.lexman.net. Thanks again for listening. For listening, I'll leave it to Gary to read a poem for us. It's titled Ephesians. Ephesians, masters of the letter. Bold, fresh, and unique.
1: (laughs) This book has something to say. Opening up a dialogue on gay relationships. It could positively impact the evangelical community. For those of us caught up in the moment, humor might be harder to find. But maybe, just maybe, a computer can be funny. can be funny.